Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 262, episode four of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Thursday, November 10th, 2022. First day that we're getting with post election results. Yeah. You know, we're diving into America's shared consciousness and trying to, you know, just stay dry despite this big, big ass red wave that keeps. Flashing all over us. Get your umbrellas out. Yeah. Because that's when I brainstorm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also National Vanilla Cupcake Day. National okay. Forget Me Not Day. What's like, isn't that the song that the Men in Black uh, theme song was like? Anyway, it's not I that. It was a flower or something. Uh, no. Oh, no. This is about some like. Oh, this is about like some people dying and shit. Oh, okay. Uh, never mind. Never okay. mind. Never mind. Okay. So Dark. Okay. Honoring like people who hurt war. Also, National Civic Pride Day. So if you fucking, if you got that old Honda Civic, have some pride, man. <laughs> That's what it's That's for. a fucking dope car. Amazing. Well, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. It's a nice day for Fetterman. Ooh. Well, it's a <laughs> nice day for a red wedding. It's a bad day for republicans mm. as courtesy mm. of christian gucci main little billy idol 
to get things kicked off right. I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! All around the world, countries laugh when they see just how batshit fucked this place is. <laughs> Everywhere I go, Zyke gang stop and they see Miles the Gray is years old. Jack will be blessed his soul. I just want soft fries. Soft, 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 soft fries. Low temp oil fry your baby. Low temp oil fry your baby. Shout out to Lockeroni with that fly by Sugar Ray. Think that video was shot in the valley. Uh, okay. Like some girl I went to, like she swore her god, it was her godmother's house. I think I've just talked about this before, but she really, we're all like, yo. Megan's godmother. That's that pool. There, they shot that video. That's at her crib. Miles, it's a wonder you ever talk about anything else with that sort of access to the fly video. I know, and that's that's why people said, "When are you running for office? When you Thank have these you. kinds of anecdotes that connect <laughs> to the people's you. lived experience?" <laughs> well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a brilliant, talented writer and podcaster uh, yeah. who's written for publications like. The New York Times, The Heard New Yorker, New York that. Review of Books, Heard GQ. Heard of that. Where she wrote that Machine Gun Kelly Megan Fox feature that broke the internet. She was the co-host of the legendary podcasts Girls in Hoodies and mm-hmm. Night Call mm-hmm. and the creator of the legendary podcast Heidi World, The Heidi mm-hmm. Flight Story, uh, which you should go listen to now. Please welcome right now. back to the show, Molly Lambert! Wow, the songs are so good. I have to th- do a song, too. Mm. Uh, uh, this this is an Adele song. I'm, I'm Adele now. Okay. <laughs> I'll set fire to the grove, <laughs> and we're going to kill Rick Caruso. Yeah, That's yeah. it. That's there it. There you go. But and that was Adele speaking. So if yeah, anybody was, thinks um, that that was a real threat, go for it. Go after Adele. Go tell Adele. Adele's Adele. the one who <laughs> said Adele she was going to set fire to the grove. Yeah. Not me. I mean, that's the thing with these Tottenham fans. You can't, you don't know where they're coming from. You know, that's why, you know. I was, Bro, they I will was burn it own. down yeah. if the footy goes left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, hell, if the footy goes right. Yeah, you know? I mean, Harry Kane, mate, massive. Harry yeah. Kane, <laughs> massive, mate. All right, well, h- how's everybody feeling? I mean, we're, I guess we'll get into it a little bit. Okay, but nothing was going to, I mean, yeah, fine. Yeah. Sure, fine. I mean, I'm, look, uh... I know everybody, like, everyone was saying big red wave, but, like, people who are, like, looking at shit were like, I don't know. And people seem pretty, like, fucking freaked out slash pissed off about, like, you know, existential threats from mm-hmm. rights that might motivate them. But I think every time the polls say something's going to happen, you should just assume the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like that's the move now. That's where I've been at for a few years. It's like, oh, they say this is going to happen. I'm going to say yeah. whatever the opposite thing is is going to happen. It seems yeah. like, yeah, Republicans are like they are having their 2016 moment, which right, is really like, weird. The, but the poll, but, but, but the poll. But I'm like, y'all were cooking the fucking numbers to create a fucking narrative. Like somebody yeah. also pointed out that it's like they are taking these polls by calling people on the phone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that yesterday that like Nate Cohn, the number one New York Times poll dude was like, yeah, the the one thing to be noted is that it took me two hours to get a single poll response. I mean, this- I think I've said this before, maybe even on this show, but like if you were if you did the polls in 2016, that mm-hmm. shouldn't be your job anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you right. know, 
If you're the guy who said, trust the math, trust these stats, listen to me in 2016, you're fired. Bro. Don't be a bedwetter. Donald Donald Trump says you're fucking well, fired. That's why it was yes. that's why it was wild. That guy Robert Cahaley from Trafalgar, who was like the one dude in 2016, was like, "I'm telling you, bro, Trump's got this." There and were a like, bunch of people who were like, "Bro, listen to the underground. It's saying <laughs> we're fucked." <laughs> but like, yeah, like that one guy at Trafalgar, like he's been on like on a meteoric rise. And then this time they're like, well, he's it sounds like he's just telling the Republicans what they want to hear at this point. And they're like, this guy burned us. Oh, he, he was like big red wave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get oh, your yeah. swimsuits on and your oh, yeah. sex wax ready because yeah. we're about to be riding wow, a big wave. Oh, look at you. Endless summer over here. OK, <laughs> surfer Jack. All right, Molly, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First. A couple of things we're talking about. We're going to check in with, you know, something that I always like to do in moments like these, which is just like go watch Fox News, see how they're how they're dealing with the new reality. It's always a surreal experience to watch them as they wait to see what their talking points are going to be in any given moment. Uh, But this was kind of a real time moment. They were trying to trying to make sense of it all. So we'll We'll get some Fox News sound clips. We'll try to make sense of of the results and take some messages away from how people voted. Then we'll get down to the important stuff like yeah. a new VR headset that can kill you is not actually that, fuck. It's a fake story. Oh, <laughs> shit. I think people just want that. People are like, yeah, just I, I want a video game that is inc- incredibly like absorbs me into its reality and then i also don't want to be here anymore i just like don't want to be around anymore and this addresses both of those so the mainstream media ran with it but i I think they might have gotten a little bit ahead of themselves i don't i don't think it's actually true well i'm sure all the people who are like what this guy who ate 40 like rotisserie chickens in a row they're like yeah (laughs) man this is news this we gotta we gotta figure this out uh we might even get to the santa claus expanded universe all of that Plenty more. But first, Molly, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Wow. Yesterday, I searched something very important. We've been having a big, or not a red wave, but just a regular rainstorm wave here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And it was a full moon. It was the, the blood beaver moon yesterday, yeah. as you may know. So I searched, does the full moon make rainstorm, like make a storm worse or crazier? Mm. Interesting. What did you right? find out? Yeah. It I was does? Like, yeah. I was like, is that a crazy question? And then I was like, no, it's not a crazy question because a full moon affects tides. Tides are like two feet higher when it's a full moon. So mm-hmm. if there's a rainstorm, it means it's more rain even. More for flooding. the tides. The, the, but the thing I learned that's even crazier is that the real reason the full moon's making shit weirder is because there's this thing with the wobble. Do you know about this? The moon oh, is wobbling. Oh, the oh the Earth. Oh, really? The okay. moon. The moon is wobbling a okay. little bit, and it's Weird. just it's not climate change or anything. It's just a rando thing the moon is doing, where it has this cycle for like eighteen years or something, where it just like wobbles a little bit. Mm. And when okay. that just happens, a fun. it just has a little fun. Just doing yeah. a little. It's just listening to Bad Bunny. It's the moon is being so random. The moon is a silly, a silly goose. But when Sorry. when the moon when the moon wobbles, it does affect the tides and it makes like super storms, makes oh, crazy man. shit happen because it makes it so that it's like the tides are either just 
very low or like super high. It's like it right. just makes it more extreme. Mm. Oh, damn. And check it, it out. Nothing. It's crazy. And, and Rick like, Caruso wasn't using blood magic to summon that storm. I mean, yeah, but like he was no match for the fucking moon magic. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah. we'll see. We still don't know the, on that one, right? Developers, but, uh, developers will be conquered by by space. <laughs> That's, they're gonna try I mean, to build a, a mall in space, and they're all gonna get space madness and die. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Just like as he like uh, is doing the ribbon cutting for the first cheesecake factory, like off of Earth. And at that moment, like, yeah, it's all going to go wrong. I can see it, it right now. It gives me, like, pleasure to think about. It's like their brains will just, you know, turn into sponges. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been enjoying seeing, like, the just the tech people trying to take it to the next level with Elon Musk trying to, like, do Twitter and just proving how scary it would be to be on, like, a Mars colony where Elon Musk was was in charge right? he like, like, in charge want to just kill half of any any group of people that he's in charge of I was saying well I I like destroyed Twitter for myself by tweeting I did a tweet about how I like I I'd made fun of Elon Musk and Drake at the same time I believe I <laughs> oh, called yeah, them, yeah, called them both you know loser dorks and just like said like no amount of money can make you like a good poster can make you yeah. funny and cool if you're not yeah and absolutely just like haven't been able I, I, I quit Twitter after that because yeah go <laughs> out God. on top yeah I went out on top and then Zuckerberg and Meta like the I don't pay a lot of attention to financial results but like the amount of money that he's losing on the Meta God, thing please, is truly staggering please let all the Silicon Valley guys just like get you know run off the planet yeah. Not just out of town, but like literally run them, run them off the earth on a spike, run them off the flat earth. I Kyrie was right. <laughs> the earth is flat and that's why you can run billionaires off it. Yeah. They don't oh, yeah. want us to know this. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's what they're hiding. I do feel like they're especially susceptible to a like moon or Mars colony. So we might just be able to get them all on the same Mars colony and fighting to the death, mismanaging the resources there to the death of all of them basically what is something you think is overrated maybe what about just a thought i'm having the fabric uh cashmere cashmere okay go on i'm just anna told me you guys were talking about cashmere <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah she was i mean i was trying give you to freak you out by being i was like, like I mean, yeah, I your like, mind, well, Miles. Yeah, I was like, but the no, cashmere Anna, versus alpaca debate that happened. Yeah, it was the it was the cashmere alpaca debate because she asked me if I had thoughts on it, and I was like, <laughs> I do, in fact. And she I was like, save them for tomorrow's she, pot. Yeah, she's like, shit's so fucked. Should I get a like a nice sweater that feels good on my skin so at least That's I have truly a comfortable mortal said. existence? I, and I was like, yeah, fuck you. Well, I mean, do what you got to do. I do think cashmere is overrated. I think people think it's just the best because it costs the most. Sure. Like, it's fucking lovely, but it costs so much, you know? Right. It's inaccessible. I, mean, I feel like it doesn't bounce back very well either, right? I mean, it's delicate. I think yeah. it's like also like real fabrics aren't going to wash and wear like a polyester bullshit, you know? Mm. But I don't really know about alpaca. Is alpaca soft? Yeah, it can be. I mean, I was just more re like I just told her I like out of my mind. I was like, I don't know. I saw there's some cashmere versus alpaca to be. I don't know if that's interests you. She's like, what? 
<laughs> I, like I was interested. I was totally yeah. interested. I mean, I think anytime I wear like real fibers, I love right. to wear like a wool sweater and my body just rejects it. My body is just <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. this is an organ you've implanted on me and like, no. Yeah, but Her Majesty is like that too. Like whenever she like, she knows immediately. It's like, oh no, this has some something whatever in it because like immediately her skin's like, I'm sorry, this does not. I'm also we're not like, I'm like this. fucking Irish and German. I assume my body was meant to wear like the scratchiest wool, wool sweaters yeah, on just earth, full body wool underpants. <laughs> but also like because I'm Irish and German, my skin is like completely just sensitive to anything. I just right. put you know. Anytime I put on a wool sweater, I just break out in hives. Yeah. Okay. That's my answer. <laughs> Done. I, just wh- which side are we choosing? I, 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 I'm I addicted to choosing sides after the election season. So, uh, Alpaca. Alpaca. Cool. Alpaca. Yeah, What's yeah. something you think is underrated? I don't know. I had a nice apple today. I was like, when's the last time you fucking ate an apple? Right. Yeah. Apples are great. Bit um, right into it. I'm an Applejack. I, I love I love me some apples. <laughs> that cereal was named after me. I That's try a and really eat one good a cereal. Yeah. It's very sweet. Like, just so much sugar. Like, I like how their tagline for that cereal was, it doesn't taste like apples. It doesn't <laughs> taste like the thing it's named for that you would yeah. assume it tastes like. It tastes like a third thing. I think apples have the highest ratio of like the actual thing is much better than anything that's flavored after it. Like any of the synthetic flavors for apple just aren't as good as just a nice, crispy, sweet apple. Sometimes you're just at the farmer's market and you're like, oh, fuck, what's in season? Apples? Yeah. You refrigerate your apples? I don't. You ever like to eat a cold apple? I, I do don't know. sometimes. I, I have been weird. known to enjoy That's that. That's demonic yeah. energy, putting <laughs> putting a fresh apple a, in the... I'm a demon. You know, I, look, I eat soft fries and fucking ice yeah, cold apples. Yeah, what's up with these soft fries? I didn't... I fucking love them. What does that mean? Just like when you get like, you know, like when you get like a fry and then you get that one like loose one that's just like... Oh, the one that's like <laughs> too oily? Yeah. That's what you like? Yeah. That's weird, Miles. Yeah. My doctor says I have some problems, but whatever. You like, know. you, it's not just the too the oily. Thing you about like the fries is that they're crispy. They and my, crispy. Miles likes a whole batch that is, he likes in and out that, fries. That's, I like, spaghetti, a, no, man. I go, I told you, I go a step further. I ask them to fuck them up yeah. harder. Rare. You ask for yeah. the medium rare. Where? Blue. Like in and out? Blue fries. In and out. Yeah. Yeah. I said, make well, them in and out. The fries are kind of garbage anyway. I know for sure. I, that's that is we're the rational take. But allowed to is... say this because we're from Los Angeles. The only way I lean into them is to go like softer. Yeah. Like I like a softer, yeah, floppy. Fr- that's why I said like I went to Seattle and I went. I keep bringing this up. Dicks in Seattle had the best like meat. Like in between, where like the edges were crispy, but also a little bit soft. I don't like eating like soft <laughs> dicks, crunchy yeah. ass. Do you like yeah. a steak fry? Uh, like a big that's a little boy, too, little too massive, soft little inside, too massive. little too massive. Yeah, well, you might as well give me a big potato at that. At that, you know, point. I had actually some really good potato pancakes at the Red Lion the other day. You ever get the Ooh. potato pancakes there? No. Oh, they're fucking so. You would might like them as a connoisseur of soft fries because they're just yeah. like they're like a pupusa almost. They're like they're they're not it's like a potato like pancake, pupusa. like a like a Jewish potato pancake that's like, like a big a hash brown. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. grated. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. are truly like 
a blob of mashed potatoes that's been like deep fried oh, and then yeah. like smushed. Yeah. And it's so good. See? You gotta try that's it. it. See? <laughs> See? Can I ask you one more question? Because now this is and my show. Thanks for having show. us. Yeah. Do you like shoestring fries? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like shoestring. What about shoestring onions? Oh, onion strings? Yeah. Yeah, I fuck with an onion string. I too. think those are fucking super underrated. Yeah, oh, they're yeah, crispy. 100%. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not too. necessarily. You get the softy boys in there. The softy yeah. brothers? Yeah. <laughs> softy brothers, a couple of softy brothers uh, in your onion strings. Uh, <laughs> Uncut fries? I was picturing the ones that like come in a can that are. No, all... no, no. Okay. We're, oh, at like a, we're at an establishment. We're talking okay. about like a, like a blooming onion. Yeah. Almost. Oh, you mean like oh those like God, French's onion strings? Like they use like yeah, a casserole? Bro. Yeah, I was talking French's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, cultured, yeah. so I, I fuck with French's. You I know, fuck I'm with a the French Francophile. <laughs> Does anybody prefer a soft apple over a crisp apple? Like that? That's a question because that's sicko shit. That <laughs> is sicko. Like, but, but apples persist. Like there are plenty of apple strains that go pretty mushy and stay on store shelves. And I'm just wondering, I think is that the... even an opinion that people have or is it just a categorical failure of the apple part industry? Of, part of the fun of eating real food, eating real yeah. fruit is that you're Got playing... a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. You're playing apple roulette every time. Yeah. Will you get the bad apple in the chamber? Right. The most delicious apple. Mm. I do want to hear from any listeners. If you if you are a mushy apple person, I don't ju- don't just take the opinion, but like really, if there is a mushy apple that you fuck with, like you're a, I feel like red delicious tend to be on the mushier side. If you're like red delicious is actually the best apple. Let let me know because I'm I am confused about the persistence of the red delicious and some of the other kind of mushier types of apple. All right. Well, now that we got the important stuff out of the way, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about election results and how different parts of the country are taking them. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. 
Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. We're back. And yeah, I mean, it's a it's a guilty pleasure, but I think it's something that a lot of us do when, you know, during the Trump administration when he would fuck up big time or you know when a good thing would happen for democrats i like to just pop over to fox news watch the cognitive dissonance happening in real time so we we had a clip on i think yesterday's episode where jesse waters was like it's gonna be a red wave this is guaranteed we can everybody can just relax because biden's approval rating is here And historically, every single time, you know, two years after the presidential election, the winner of that election's party gets owned. So get ready. It's it's not a question of if it's a question of how massive and destructive the tsunami. Dude, it doesn't even matter if we're going all out on forced birth, like (laughs) taking away Medicaid fucking up our quote-unquote democracy because biden it's and it's a midterm and biden's approvals are low and inflation so i think we're good um yeah the confidence was wild like i'll play this one from uh, old steve Ducey on fox and friends this was the this was about last thursday when he first, this is a juxtaposition of him talking about the election going uh, from last Thursday and then it immediately smashes into Wednesday morning what is actually happening. The Democrats probably should say, you know what? We put too much emphasis on abortion and the threat to democracy and not enough emphasis on kitchen table stuff. Uh, abortion and democracy were the two of the biggest issues with voters. <laughs> <laughs> him this morning 
So the, the first one, he is has just the most shit-eating grin, like trying to stop himself from breaking into an ear-to-ear smile. Oh, as yeah. he's like, these guys are fucked. Here's because, another one. Yeah. Despite that, this, this one is the one in which uh, this guy is like, oh, yeah, we got smashed. But the Dobbs decision, though, folks, come on now. I'm so happy with the Dobbs decision. If we don't have a great red wave midterm and it was the abortion issue, the Dobbs decision, we will take that every day of the week. So it's still a win for pro-lifers. What? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Huh? Okay. That's another weird, <laughs> uh, don't worry, it's all good. Where's this one? Oh, here's another one. Speaking of, like, abortion, this was just, my goodness, like, uh, th- just on Fox this morning, them trying to figure out what's going on. This is the distillation from Fox News about, like, why the Republicans lost. And listen closely exactly why. You have the best example. Michigan, unbelievable. State House flips, state Senate flips. Six months ago, you would have written Whitmer off pre-Dobbs. She wins handily. Um, in five states had abortion referendums, including my home state of Montana. All of them passed. I mean, this abortion is becoming the issue that's driving turnout. Last night, exit polls, you guys talked about it earlier. Democrats win independence in a non-presidential year. Just no polls saw that coming. And it was because these women just went crazy. <laughs> Okay, like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> These women went crazy. He said the girls went wild. The girls have gone yeah. wild. Yeah. I mean, like, shout out to, you know, Jim Messina, former Obama chief of staff there. But, like, <laughs> that's who that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just giving his punditry. He's like, you know, and they just went crazy out there. These women went you know? crazy. That's how, that's how they responded. Sure. That's, that's another one. And then this one was just truly just funny because... <laughs> They're trying to figure out like what happened with the Dr. Oz Fetterman race where John Fetterman won, Dr. Oz lost. Pretty and I just life. like this really great soundbite on Fox and Friends, too, of just trying to figure out what, what what happened there. With voters, when it comes to the state of Pennsylvania, why did Dr. Oz lose? Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like, according to uh, the exit polling, it's because Fetterman won. <laughs> Damn. Oh, okay. Okay. No, the analysis. I'll just let me just hear the rest of that clip. I every time I heard it, I just stopped and paused and started laughing every time I fucking heard that. Uh, this is the rest of that. It's because Fetterman won. Okay. Fetterman got fifty-seven percent of the independents. Fetterman got sixty-seven percent of the Hispanics. He got. 50- oh, so now he's just talking about how there's literally fifty percent plus one majorities in these groups. <laughs> Wow. Like literally describing what an election victory is. Mm-hmm. Sounds like I there love, are more votes. I, huh. I feel like television news punditry has never been less relevant than it is now, right? Like, yeah. nobody needs that shit anymore with the internet. Nobody, except yeah. a certain people of a certain age who do still watch cable news. and Right, watch. and who need to be told like, hey, dude, what you're feeling is like accurate. You know I saw I mean? a post yesterday, too, about like, it was, I think it was the 50s, about the first ever televised election results, which I thought was really interesting. Right. Just about yeah. like how we created this format of how we see things. But the night before, too, when the Powerball thing went left, mm-hmm. were you guys watching that? Did you buy lottery tickets? No, but I no, no, I was I was. Nah, no, oh, I it was not. just incredible because it was like I was watching a, a local news broadcast from like Florida uh-huh. So I was just like, where can I see them draw the Powerball? And then they were just waiting for the results. And then they were just like, uh, something's happened. That's like, it's, it's fucked up. 
And then these two just like local news anchors, I just watched them vamp for like so long, <laughs> you know? Right. Like it, and at first they're like, okay, well, like we're just going to talk a little bit about the Powerball while we wait for them to get the Powerball numbers. And then you just like see it dawn on them that like the Powerball numbers just like aren't coming tonight, you know? Right, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, these people are great broadcasters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, th- that's the wait, whole thing. Wait, is that why it's podcasters? Is this oh. like a broadcaster? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a play on for, iPod, for iPod and broadcast. Yeah, it was the, wow. it was because of the we iPod, right? That we got the podcast. Even as yeah, a I hate that. I hate that because they don't even have iPods anymore. Yeah. yeah, fuck it. This is called pirate radio. That's right. You know, uh, you know, uh, brought to you by your smartphone. But I mean, <laughs> I think this is the thing with like all just all coverage in general was just so fucking all over the place going into this, right? Like we were spending the day before being like, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Like, well, that's what pollsters were spending the day saying. People who do polls whose entire job is this, which they they have a very hard job because nobody talks to them anymore. But that is still like headline news is them being like, we don't know. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, at first people were truly like we're looking at spiking registration numbers you know, for Democrats, huge turnouts in like these special elections around abortion access and thought like, oh, wow, maybe discarding human rights isn't a good electoral play. And like that made Democrats real lazy on the messaging. And then they're just like, all right, let's go to the hey, at least we're not them playbook. And that's what they were running for the last couple months. Then the polls are starting to shift, quote unquote, in like places like Pennsylvania or Nevada, North Carolina, fucking everywhere. And anything that seemed competitive or lean dem was starting to look like a six point blowout for the GOP. Then like places like CNN and MSNBC hopped on the like, is Fetterman actually died train and <laughs> piled on to like the there's the red wave nonsense. And oh, so it's just man. like it's just so weird again how like that whole class or that whole industry is like so like they're they are so like of the same mind, just different versions of it. Uh, because they're everyone was sort of bracing themselves. Well, they're for always this looking thing. for a narrative, and then once they like sure. manufacture the narrative, they all are like, "This is what's happening. The red this wave is, the is happening." And you see, and and I think it's just like, as a viewer, you've you've had the football pulled away from you so many times with this thing. Now, why would you ever trust that they know what they're talking about? You know, like. Mm-hmm. Nobody has that gravity of like, oh, I trust this Walter Cronkite figure to tell me what's happening in America. I I just feel like it's like, you know, if you watch the Hillary Trump coverage and everybody was like, well, she's got it in the bag. No problem. You know, Mm -hmm. And, and, and then you watch what happened. But also like in the W election, like I just remember watching the news media kind of manufacture consent for W and be like, Wow, he's so folksy. Everybody loves him. Right. While you're watching the debates and being like, he's a fucking idiot, right? Like, are right. we watching the same thing? Like, he's a dumbass. And yeah, yeah, Al Gore's boring, but he's taught he wants to fucking fix the environment or whatever, you know, and being like, wow, this cowboy sharpshooting Billy over here, you know, can't fight with that. I want to have a beer with that Coke addict, though. <laughs> what? Former Coke addict. I'm sorry, yeah. allegedly former. Former Coke beer. Um, yeah, former <laughs> beer. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's just like you you have to watch it like like entertainment rather than 
science. Well, I think, right. And so many, it's, and that's what I think is so confusing for people who would just look at the news, like read the, like the, the New York Times headline was something really fucking weird. I forget what it was. Well, New York I, Times is a fucking right wing yeah, paper. Yeah. I mean, like, but, but for people who still, like, they're not like able to really analyze their media diet and understand like what forces are at play in the coverage that they're like reading where like, you know, like talking about the New York times and how much they're like, you know, we talk about all the work Alec Caracatanis does talking about, Oh yeah. They're only, they're only fucking source for these crime wave stories are the fucking police. Like right. that's just right. bad journalism straight up. Well, that's all newspapers just print police reports as though they're like telling the and truth. local news for sure. Yeah. And I Which think is a lot of what Heidi world Ye old Heidi World, uh, check it out. Uh, goes into a lot Ye of that. Ye old Heidi World, <laughs> <laughs> months old, months old Heidi wonderful. World. It's managed to still be relevant months after well, it I, came I out. Guys, I was thinking about it the other day because um because there was this big story came out about Les Moonves from CBS working with the LAPD, the LAPD to right. cover up his sexual assault. Yeah. and it's just yeah. like man, the LAPD are always. You're like, who's the who's the villain here? Who's the the creep? Oh, it's the yeah. LAPD. And that cop who tipped yeah. off Moonves, Chris Pratt's dad. Okay, full circle. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> you got me. No, yeah, but- <laughs> I was totally just ready to. Lose that. I know everyone be like, wait, what? No, no but like uh, Chris, Chris Pratt's gonna play him in a movie about how right. he's a heroic officer yeah. protecting Valiant. powerful Valiant. men from consequences. Valiant. Yeah, but you know, like right now, we're not. We don't know where. Like the majorities are lying at this point in terms of the House or Senate, but like I'm sure, like the Democrats feel like they did a good job. Like, hey, all those weirdos we propped up, they fucking like lost. Okay, right. so like we were able to skate through without really committing to anything. But it's just a little wild when you're like, you know, they won by merely getting enough people in touch with the existential threats that they aren't willing well, to address. I think that's and, like yes. young people turned out. That was the whole thing, right? Was that Gen Z was like bro yeah. we gotta have abortions right they're yes. like oh shit and that's that was all it they're like get them in touch with the exit again get them in touch with the existential threats we are unwilling to address because what what are y'all like what happened to codifying anything yeah i think people know that the earth is on fire and that if we don't fix yeah it, i think i just was surprised because i'm like everything's so rigged there's nothing you can even do about it you know right. sure, sure sure i'm i just like when you watch the cycles of this stuff, it gets really hard to have like a ray of hope about anything. Yeah. You and know? this was and this did go against the, you know, previous historical trend. And this might just see. be my core, like half Jewish, half Irish Catholic temperament is to just like assume <laughs> the worst possible thing is going to happen. Right. And then if just it doesn't be like for now. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. You win yeah. today, Earth. You know? It does seem like, I mean, one of the big things that was supposedly driving the red wave that never happened was this idea that crime was out of control and that Republicans were going to come through and, you know, capitalize on that. But I mean, that wasn't just Republicans. That's like the L.A. mayoral race and all these crazy endorsements yesterday from celebrities who, you know, everybody's like, why would like Snoop Dogg and Katy Perry endorse Rick Crusoe? It's like. He clearly paid a PR firm like a billion, you know, he clearly paid <laughs> right. them. Yeah. It's, he, because it's very they're also clear millionaires. And, that he just yeah. paid them and they are endorsing him because he paid them. Right. But yeah, like, like there is this, you know, upper class sentiment in Los Angeles of like, you know, people hating the homeless and 
people above a certain tax bracket being like, well, we can't have that on my streets of the house that I own because right. property values. Which yeah. is wild, too, because for all the Chris Pratt's and Katy Perry's, they're like, I've seen firsthand what's happening. You're from Santa Barbara, fool. Get the fuck out of here. And Chris yeah. Pratt, you're not from here either. So what the fuck do you know? And plus, by the time you got here, you were, I don't think you were living in neighborhoods that had unhoused people. I so also like, like I watched this documentary yesterday about or a couple days ago about the automat in New York, the like cafeteria, old timey cafeteria. Mm hmm. Like good with doc- the little the windows, of- you could pull out the like your yes. like ready made meals. And it's, meals. And yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. that. And it's just old, like old celebrities being like, you could go and get coffee for a nickel. And then it takes <laughs> this insane twist in the middle where it's like. And then they tried to unionize and we busted the union. And then mysteriously, the automats declined. And (laughs) it was because all of a sudden, like homeless people could hang out there in Midtown. And so they became a horrible place to go because of all the Mm -hmm. homeless people. It was crazy. I was truly like mad at this documentary because it was very like seemed innocuous and then ended up blaming the homeless for the decline of public space. And I was like, you mean Ronald Reagan, bro? No, yeah. I had the I had some of the best financial years of my career under the Reagan administration. I will not bite the hand that feeds <laughs> using the sentiment from those people. Well, you are the uh, the wolf of Ball Street. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it does. I mean, it's too early to say, like to pull too much detailed like messaging out of this. But like there does seem to be, you know, we, we were talking about it, it felt like there was extra wind behind anyone who could position themselves as being outside of the like business as usual political mainstream. I think. Well, I think the the left obviously like has a little bit of that, that like the mainstream Democrats don't really want to engage with. And they're always right. trying to be like, it's right. You know, these radical positions are the reason that like, you know, we're losing. It's because because of, you know, leftists. And then. Yeah. It just becomes increasingly clear that the leftist positions, the basic freedoms and basic quality of life shit is really important to people. And, you know, we absolutely need like a New Deal type thing that reestablishes, you know, some kind of safety net for people in this country, which, again, is like the fucking reason we have a homeless problem, you know, nationwide is because... There are no safety nets for people in America, and this bootstrapping shit we've been doing since the eighties clearly yeah, doesn't work. People have stopped buying that. I hope it, so, because yeah. I also just think it's like everybody's fucking broke, yeah. and so even people that like make a good living, it's like cost of living is so high, mm. rent is so fucking high, and like no one can afford to buy a house. So people are seeing just like you know concrete, like this sucks. Yeah. Everything the rent is too damn high. Yeah. And they want other stuff. The way Republicans stepped outside of the mainstream seemed to be to, in a lot of cases, focus on like the QAnon mega Well, the Republicans shit. did like the, the fascist. When yeah. things are going really bad, the fascists say it's because of, you know, whatever minority Robert. is doing it to you. And obviously, there's been a lot of fucking anti-Semitism coming back, which is like classic in like times of turmoil. That's why anti-Semitism got so popular in Germany after the wars, because everybody was in Germany had like lost their shit in World War One, and Germany was doing really bad. And everybody was like, whose fault is it? It can't right. be the fault of like, you know, 
international fucking markets, it must be the Jew, the wandering right. Jew who's, you know, traveling from land to land, creating chaos. So I think I'm just cynical. I was just like, wow, everyone's really going to go for that. You know, yeah. everyone's going to we're just going to slide deeper and deeper into fascism forever. But I do also feel like I see in real life that like people are energized and organizing locally because things are so bad and they want to like do something and they know that government is kind of useless. Yeah, I think that was the the one thing that I was surprised by how like I think we knew this at a certain point we were like man people don't really seem to like want to keep talking about like some conspiracy theory around the 2020 election because like that doesn't really affect their lives and like the things that are impacting them on a day-to-day basis and the i think it's also like those people lose interest if you're like the type of person who's attracted to every like shiny new conspiracy theory bauble and you're following a trail of of breadcrumbs or whatever and then nothing ever comes of it like you're gonna get bored eventually yeah they have to have some kind of like reward for for following this, you know, well, insane. Yeah, there, there's just everybody's just at this like really high up level where clearly like the disconnectedness of, you know, people that are at the heights of like like the, our news and our media and things like that are like everyone at the same time is like, yo, the status quo ain't working. Like they're trying to bang on a fucking broken TV and they're like, what the fuck? It's well, not it's like everybody on anymore. TV is like a private jet. The, but the issue like there is just sort of that there's because of this, like because of them trying to uphold this just obviously broken pattern of governance at the same time, it's shedding people like and people are starting to understand that man, a lot of the shit that they're offering as solutions are not solutions. The things that they are saying problems are not actual problems that are affecting me in my day to day. So what the fuck is actually going to be different? And I think that's why so many people were just kind of like looking at the coverage and being like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess this is what it is. Like people aren't really connecting the dots with inflation or whatever, but it seemed like they were despite that they were, they're saying, yeah, inflation is bad. Rather the corporate profiteering is bad at the moment that we're calling inflation. And I still rather like at the end of the day, the priorities are these other larger threats to me that I've identified rather than yeah. people normally saying, here's the playbook. Poll numbers are low. Just ring the inflation things. Talk about the gas prices and that'll bring all the. Right. I mean, there's like the that quote. I forget. Maybe it's Upton Sinclair where it's like, you know, everybody in, in America thinks they're a temporarily embarrassed millionaire. Right. And <laughs> that's like also the promise of Trump is like, you know, you're going to be rich like me. We're all going to be businessmen. And again, I think people are just so broke that I wouldn't be shocked if even people on the right, you know, are like, I'm I'm not going to be rich, it turns out, you know, and also worse than that, I might be like too broke to live. And be right. actively harmed by the current, like, market-led status quo where we just trust bankers to, like, invest and, like, make all decisions behind closed doors with, like, establishment right. Democrats and, like, and Republicans. I think m- most people can see that they're closer to homelessness than they are to being a millionaire, you know? Right. That yeah. if, the, if the arrow spins, you're more, you know, you have a much higher chance of falling into abject poverty. And just the way this country is set up is like a fucking shitty carnival game where it's like, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think people, some of the things that, I, I don't know, maybe it's a little encouraging that some of the things that seemed like talking points that were like so far left, nobody could understand why you should just have free health care instead of having it tied to employment as they make employment like more and more hard to sustain, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are starting to feel like people, people are like, yeah, why is the government? We pay taxes. They should go to something that actually helps everybody. Yeah. Right. It does seem like there are clear lessons the Democrats should take away from this. Oh, they right? are not like, gonna. Boy, are they ever that, gonna. <laughs> they are gonna like, fumble it. The thing that Fetterman had was seeming like he was outside and also like talking about solutions, like having like pretty standard talking points that he came back to. And I think it's like he's such a, you know, they're gonna they're gonna fuck it up. Obviously, but it does seem like with Fetterman, there's this clear precedent now of like, get like a real fucking working class hero guy who doesn't look like a, like a, you know, groomed for TV politician. Yeah. Him and Bill Belichick use the same stylist. Right. <laughs> so. I know, right? You, you're going to see like Nancy Pelosi come out and like cut off hoodie sleeves and shit. <laughs> and like AOC won again, you know, which is also like, she's also like, you know, obviously people become in the establishment once they get in, but it is just like, yeah, she has some qualities that make her non traditional. And, and again, just get some fucking younger people in there. There was that thing about Chuck Grassley getting reelected and about how he's. Older, older than, than, the, than, chip than the recipe for chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. By six years. Six years older the than the invention of chocolate cookie. chip cookies. Like in Los Angeles, just I know this is a local story, but I do think it is very instructive. So, you know, the mayoral race still too close to call between billionaire Republican, you know, cosplaying as the Democrat, Rick Caruso and Karen Bass, who is like very establishment Democrat credentials. and. Both of them are are running behind Kenneth Mejia, who is a 31 year old who, you know, worked in he's he won for a city controller, which I'm not a political expert, but that sounds controller sounds like a pretty. It's about being an accountant and being like really transparent where like money goes. And that's a huge thing to have somebody with like a spine doing that, because typically you're just like. Yeah, and he's somebody who's come out against the Olympics before, the 2020 LA Olympics that uh, we are against, because he's been like, this is a huge waste of money. We have so many things that need money in Los Angeles. Why would we ever spend money on this? But his whole, like, campaign was focused on, here is a graph. He, He had, like, these billboards all around the city that was like, here is a graph of how tax dollars are actually spent. And, you know, just showing people how drastically the police budget outpaces anything else and just he also like had like meme type stuff he had like this quirky yeah. he, it was very yeah. like it was it was kind of like youth oriented oh yeah but just focusing having solutions focusing on solutions to the problems that people actually have in their lives seems like it should be a very clean clear takeaway for the democratic party from this election i mean i think it's also like People voted against the cops, which is like, yes, clearly a thing the Democrats are never thinking about. But that did feel also a little bit like 
like, yeah, the world has changed, man. Yeah. Like, we are in an era similar to the backlash to the Vietnam War where people are like, hey, wait a minute. We want our money spent on things that, you know, matter to us and aren't just to, like, increase the imperialist war machine's coffers in a way that helps nobody in America. All we are saying is give a cab a chance. <laughs> I I feel like the Republicans have pretty have a pretty clear like message to take away that it's like if you just double down on, you know, being white supremacist, anti-woke, like use that as your messaging to be outside the mainstream like that worked for like DeSantis and Kemp and people like that. And I feel like the Republicans will learn that message, you know, as opposed to focusing on QAnon and MAGA and, you know, shit that yeah. people don't actually care about. You know, some people vote, like, some states went anti-abortion, like, it was not... Yeah, states were also, you know, like, I think, was it Louisiana, where they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we fuck with slavery, technically, so yeah. we'll, we'll vote for that. There was, a, there was a slavery ballot on a, you know, it was like, like, we officially outlaw slavery. People were surprised by that. I don't know why. If you read a little right. history book, it's like... Did you see the 13th? All right, maybe not. But like, I think just again with Republicans, Jack, like you're saying, like the lesson for if there is a I mean, you're starting to see like the New York Post, Fox, fucking OAN. They're all going like they're all making goo goo eyes at DeSantis now. Right. So I don't know if they're now because you hear a lot of people say, well, you know, we had to run with these MAGA candidates, even though the RNC didn't want them or like, you know, Grim Reaper McConnell didn't want them. And we went with these and then that's that's why we've, we completely fucked it up. And I think they're, you know, they're starting to, again, pretend like maybe they can divorce themselves from Trump. But it's really it's going to be real. I think that's the other thing that's going to be really interesting is because the midterms performance was so poor, like all like so much of the good news that you see on conservative news, like the day after the election is all focusing on like how well DeSantis did. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally. I also think the Doctor Oz changed the twenty twenty four picture. The Doctor Oz Fetterman race is kind of like an interesting blowback to Trump because it's like, wait, somebody can't just win because they're on television, you know? Right. right. Yeah. I think Trump kind of like created this idea of like people will just vote for anyone who's famous. Yeah. Because they're so stupid. Yeah. And maybe that's not true. It'd be great and if I mean, it's not true. The, the Republicans want, are still probably going to control the House because of gerrymandering. And like there's a lot of, you know, very clear failures for the Democratic Party to grapple with and and some very clear lessons for them to learn. And we've seen in and the they're going to play the their, Buddy Hill music and, and yeah, fall down a hundred times. Just crazy willing to ignore the shit out of the anything. No, they're going to roller skate on a bunch of banana peels before they yeah. learn one yeah. thing from this. But, All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about uh, how we all want VR headsets that can kill us. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back. And yeah, you know, so there there was this kind of fake headline that was being picked up by... All, all the trusted journalistic institutions, the New York Post, Men's Health, mm. KTLA, so local mm. news. But mm. the headline was Oculus founder creates a VR headset that kills you if you die in the game. The man behind Oculus Rift has designed a VR headset that can kill you. And if you die in this VR game, it will kill you in real life. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. It, paving the way for a future in which people mourn the loss of a loved one who tragically died after skidding on a banana peel dropped by Luigi to, you know, <laughs> refer back <laughs> Oh, to, no! Oh, yeah. no! This, it, it's interesting that, the, I mean, it's just mainstream media malpractice because that's not actually what it, I mean, it leads you towards a... Pretty much any, like, all the VR stuff, it's always fake. Yeah. 
It's, They're always like, you're going to fuck a woman through the computer. And it's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think they have that yet. Yeah. It's, yet. I, it, people, I think that the headline was meant to evoke the matrix where if you die in the matrix, it, the virtual reality is so perfect, such a perfect simulation that your brain doesn't know the difference and you basically just die psychosomatically. They literally always say this. And then you try oculus rift and you're like this is game boy 3d like yeah you haven't improved this technology at all yeah wearing a big dumb thing on your head and you're never not aware of that Uh, it was actually called virtual boy uh, virtual boy it gives you a headache i remember yeah that thing was the worst that had that was probably the worst like actual it just failed to deliver on every my friend dan had one and i and i played it it was like it truly gives you such a headache and it is right. like yeah it, it's but, just emblematic of the the promise versus the reality of virtual reality which is that I'm, guess what real real reality kicks dicks why would you ever need virtual reality yeah real reality will actually kill you motherfucker don't that's don't, right don't you want to die in real life helmet on go outside so there's been other vr designers who've actually like used this storyline to hype the power of their product like there is this guy i'm just gonna read a quote we're very close to having the first death in vr pause for the crowd to go wild when the commercial version comes out something is going to scare somebody to death somebody with a heart condition or something like that it is going to happen absolutely <laughs> somebody with a heart condition or something like <laughs> something that like who that. shouldn't be using the product probably right so that's it's like that's, horror movie advertising yeah exactly. you know it's like you might die from this haunted house so the person the the thing that drove the headline though this recent oculus headline is that he basically like the guy who created oculus rift what's the name like lucky something lucky Luke. palmer palmer lucky, palmer lucky Jesus that's right <laughs> lucky palmer cre- yeah. <laughs> so i think he recognized that this was a talking point that people were like hungry for so right. what he did was create a single headset that had three explosive charges attached to it and would blow up your head if you died as like a proof of concept? I guess. Oh, sure. oh, okay. He invented the he invented a saw trap to prove yeah. it? Yeah. He's like he said that he like we don't the screen flashes red at a specific frequency. So that suggests that like that somehow kills you. And he's like, and then that causes the thing to explode your fucking head. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure on, the people gang. who strapped a bomb on the neck of that pizza delivery driver had also figured out this technology. That's exactly what it made me think of, too. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucked up. There's a black yeah. mirror where that happens, obviously. Right. I, but, like, I don't understand. Like, is that people's dream to die playing a video game? Like, I know we're all doing the death drive a little bit with this yeah. stuff, but, like, no, really want to die nah that's i don't think you want to i mean look like i said you you're you're playing a game of chance with your life every day by merely existing so like have you ever seen that thing about the um the roller coaster that kills you that someone designed the suicide roller coaster no oh my god didn't goliath that magic mountain kill like two people i mean sometimes roller coasters kill people but um you know like people who talk about roller coasters say the whole thing is that like the excitement is that you might die and you don't right it's like you all mm-hmm. you know you're you're like 
Oh, you're brought to the edge of your seat, sort of. You're flirting with, your with death rush. a little bit. You're just like feelings. You're like, why would you invent a roller coaster? It's such an insane thing to invent. But somebody designed one. You should look it up. It's scary. It's a roller coaster where it's like loops and the loops get smaller and smaller and eventually it would like make you have a brain aneurysm or something and die. Nice. Hell yeah. It would like deprive oxygen to your brain or something. Oh, think, wow. It, yeah. Isn't that scary? I think the thing that people are hoping for is something that experientially is like so scary that it kills you. And then there are all these engineers and like, by the way, the guy who like created Oculus Rift, Lucky, whatever, L- Lucky Palmer, which Palmer I can't Lucky. believe that's a human's name that is like trying Probably to end civilization. But Probably he a- went on to like work for a defense co- like he gets oh millions <laughs> and millions of dollars from the government to create like underwater drones and shit okay so this just, man like, literally builds things. fucking death machines is what you're yeah. saying he yeah. does that's what i mean is like some of this stuff like when you tell me the thing about the device that blows up your head yeah you're like well where does this lead it leads to like you know somewhere yeah. bad it's like it's a yeah it's like a board engineer at raytheon's like dude what if i made a thing that killed the operator rather than the other way right here's yeah. a, this is a pretty metal idea I have. <laughs> okay what if i just had hired someone to shoot me in the head if i shot if i fucked up at tetris and i mean you see it. that like <laughs> it's like the people who admire like nazi on ingenuity you know right yeah, like, oh, yeah. well, they made the best death machines. It's like, and? yeah, that fucking sucks. <laughs> but they were, hey, they were also, the goats, they so, didn't huh? make them. Fucking American companies made them. That's what's so <laughs> right. fucked up. It's like that all, you know, IBM <laughs> right. and people were the people who made all the things. Right. And the headlines that this post generated made it, made it seem like the VR murder game was going to be shipped out in time for Christmas. But it's really. That's what I mean. It's like if there was just money a piece in of mur- office art. If there was right. money in murdering people, like, of course, every tech guy on Earth will be into it, you know? Right. <laughs> they love that. That's the blue sky challenge they love the most. It's like, what's the most efficient way to, like, murder somebody with a VR machine? Right. Can we do it with the loading screen? Will that be scary? enough? I feel like they're still buying into the Malthusian thing of, like, there's too many people let's oh yeah let's lower the population oh yeah i mean that's yeah. like the eco-fascist stuff is the real right-wing stuff that's terrifying because yeah. uh they for sure think that yeah yeah now they're saying stuff i love that there's a real big take now it's like gen z's ruining this country at the ballot box so i can't wait to see what kind of fucking weird nonsense we see aimed at young people hmm. well molly lambert Always a pleasure having you on yeah. the Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Wow. Thanks for having me. Well, I am off Twitter for the time being and maybe forever because, I, as, as mentioned earlier, I blew up my own Twitter uh, with a <laughs> VR helmet that uh, exploded. <laughs> I did actually engineer a machine to blow up my Twitter. Twitter death. Uh, which was a tweet about Drake and Elon Musk being dorks. So you can find me right now on Instagram at Molly underscore Lambert. And you can find 10 plus hours of me at Heidi World, the Heidi Fly story and the secret history of L.A. Now playing on uh, all podcast platforms yeah, yeah, for yeah. my heart radio featuring Jack and Miles. 
Oh, did uh, I make the cut? A bit Amazing. Yeah, man, you're I mean, Jesse Fleiss. My, my performance was so Miles funny. is James Caan, famous, yeah. now deceased actor James Caan. Yeah. yeah. That's A. Hey, and that did say. happen after Miles played him. Like, yeah. Miles it put did. the performance in, and he was like, I'm, my, my persona is in good hands. I can mm-hmm. shuffle off. Absolutely. I'll be playing Henry Kissinger in the upcoming <laughs> other. Uh, oh, you don't even biopic. know. <laughs> you might be right. <laughs> right. Get ready for phase two. <laughs> Is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying, Molly? I mean, I think I mentioned it earlier, but the finding out that a senator was older than chocolate chip cookies really yeah. <laughs> there it is. Really made me laugh. Also, I I'm, I reached the end of Twitter because I met Drill in real life. Oh my Whoa. god! At D R I L D R I L. I met Drill the. The man, the myth, the legend. Wow, what was that like? And and just like the Wizard of Oz, he was literally just some guy. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow. Never meet your Twitter heroes, folks. In a cape behind a giant screen, though, right? No, I mean he's really nice. He's really nice. Yeah. He's nice. very nice in real life. It's just um pretty amazing because <laughs> I was like, wow, Elon Musk has so much money, so much power, and all he wants is to be this guy who's just now right. really funny, good at posting. <laughs> Uh, Miles, where can people find you? What is a tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Some tweets that I like. Oh, first of all, you can find, obviously, Jack and I on our basketball podcast. New episode of Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties just dropped today. So check that out. Uh, also, uh, check me and Sophia Alexander out on 420 Day Fiance. But I think in the coming weeks, I will have guest host Lydia Popovich on to talk about 90 Day Fiance. So check all that out. Some tweets that I like. I just, uh, 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 I don't even know. Like, uh, just didn't even just, I, I honestly really wasn't looking much at Twitter except for some of these. Uh, oh, this is interesting. At BB. Sita, S-I-I-T-A-H, said, why are you as an adult using a third-party app to track who unfollows you? Mm. And I am absolutely like, yeah. <laughs> like, I noticed so-and-so unfollow me. I'm like, are you, Are we in sixth grade? Like, free yourself from keeping score like that. That is fucking self-destruction in an app. Mm. Some tweets I enjoyed. Senator Lemon Gogurt tweeted, oh, is there a vote ball happening? During the vote, because, yeah. That's just, that resonated with me as a sports, sometimes sports fan. Ashton Batuso tweeted, congrats on your I voted sticker. I bet the sea turtles love them. I had my polling place brand me with hot iron because I actually care about the environment. (laughs) And yeah. Oh, uh, I got can, one more. I forgot. Yeah. I thought I was, I buried all the fun tweets that I had. Another one was from at two thick scoops that said, TikTok is full of the most helpless people in the entire world. You could post a, rep- uh, a recipe for pepperoni pizza and the comments would be full of people shaking in their boots saying, can I put sausage on it instead? <laughs> no, you can't. You will die. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? 
Uh, this is a track from Sonzeira, S-O-N-Z-E-I-R-A, uh, DJ, who like mashes up a ton of really dope Brazilian music. This track is called O Baixo do Casino. Okay, so it's O, then the next word is B-A-I-X-O, then D-O space K-A-S-S-I-N. And it's like this really, it's like dub, but like sample based with a lot of Brazilian music. It's just like a really interesting like tapestry of Brazilian sounds and styles all thrown together to give you this new sound. Uh, so check this out. I won't say the name again because I probably mispronounced it. Or you can rewind it. I'll say it one more time. O Baixo do Casino. All right. Well, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That yeah. is going to do it for us this morning. Yeah. Back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.